Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby, the world-renowned fly fishing angler and all-around good guy. Frank has been everywhere, caught everything, pretty much. We don't, don't, we don't often talk about something he hasn't done, So, but today yeah. it might be a little different. Later in the show, we're going to talk about some um, hard water fishing. Yeah, ice fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I did it about three times. Oh, really? That was, yeah. My very first time, I was sitting on an orange crate. Oh, my God. And the crate was from Florida, and the wind <laughs> was blowing about... First of all, I only did it three times after that, and I really didn't want to do it, but I was little, and they pulled me with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I envision ice fishing as you're sitting on a folding chair or something, bundled up like an Eskimo, and freezing your buns off. And uh, um, I won't tell this uh, to our guests, but uh, you know, to me, ice fishing is, is uh, um, a line with a hook on it, there's a, a jerk on one end waiting for a jerk on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but ne- things are but different now. now. They, yeah. But now they've got all them nice uh, ice houses and stuff oh, like yeah. that. But when I was a kid, them things didn't exist. Yeah. Sometimes you would get, pull the, a pickup truck, the old International, out on the ice. Yeah. And you could get in and start it up for five minutes and warm part of your fingertips. And yeah. then you'd be back outside fishing. Well, I, got a, I got a quick story that people have probably already heard, but we'll wait until we get them on the line. We're going to start off in Alaska. And uh, our good friend Mike has come come up with something very exciting that I think people need to know about. And we want to mention our trip real quick coming up in July, 23rd to the 28th. It's a heck of a deal. Uh, five nights, all-inclusive. And it's just, uh, you know, if anybody's interested, please get in touch. Because last year we sold out and had to turn people away. And it would be July 23rd to the 28th, and that's only $2,000. All-inclusive, and I mean all-inclusive. So anyway, we're going to have to uh, get back to business. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with some a fun, fun show. So stay tuned. Go to the website, uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, or just fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen to this show as many times as you want. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, our host, Frank Selby. And we just talked a little bit before, but we have our good friend, Mike, from, um, I just put it down, Mike, Alaska. And I'd like to introduce uh, uh, Mike, if you wouldn't mind saying hello to your vast audience. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Well, we're hoping it's good. Uh, I'll tell you what, this time of the year, um, you know, <laughs> some parts of the world fishing is tough. You have to have a, a an auger to go fishing. Well, you have to uh, dream fishing or be fishing. Those are yeah. the only two modes to be yeah. in, as far as I'm concerned. Either that or go to Baja. That's what I say. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Mike is a great, great guy. I think we've become very good friends. And he's a, he's kind of a renaissance man. Uh, he and his wife have, uh, gosh, how many businesses do you have? Do you have a spa? Uh, have a spa, insurance mm-hmm. agency, electric bike company, uh, immigration, real estate, business broker, a few other things. Yeah. <laughs> Jack of all trades and a man. Well, it's, it's, it's right? that last thing that we're going to be talking about in a few minutes. But let's mention uh, the electric bikes. I've got one. Thanks to you, and it's it's awesome. It really is. It's a, uh, um, it's it, it's a. Uh, you can you know you can pedal it or you can just sit and relax and cruise. But normally you yep. end up doing some pedaling, and it's always good exercise to at least do something. But uh, I love it, and it's just a lot of fun. And still getting used to it. But uh, um, you've got uh, a situation that. I don't know if we should mention it right now, but let's mention real quickly uh, the bikes that you do have available right now. Sure. Uh, it's called OLIC, O-L-I-C, Bike, 
olicbike.com if you want to go online and check out the models. Mm-hmm. But we have uh, two fat tire bikes, a 20-inch, kind of a hybrid on-road, off-highway uh, combination. We have a 26-inch fat tire that's just really a monster for going off-road. We have a city bike. And then we have a two-inch uh, mountain bike as well. So quite hmm. a cross-section of utilization of the bike. Well, the one you got me, I guess, is the, f- the first one you mentioned, right? The hybrid, yes. Mm-hmm. It'll be off-road with the fat tires, but also does good in the city as well. Yeah. And the fat tires, you know, it still rolls very easily and pedals easily. Very stable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get if there's any any cracks or, you know, uh, in the, the pavement or something, it you know, it just glides right over them. You don't have to worry yeah. about getting caught on something. But, I've been uh, testing the bikes in Alaska now for two summers, mm-hmm. and uh, they're holding up well. a little cosmetic damage from the weather, but uh, mechanically they're they're doing great. Yeah, I just I've had it for probably about a year, I think, and exactly. it's been it's been uh, you know I never I just leave it outside. It works, you know. There's no rust. It works fine. But let's get into because we're going to come back to the idea of the electric bikes in the course of our conversation. But let's get into um, your main passion, which is fishing in Alaska. Now, Absolutely. You've, uh, you've been known as uh, for the Alaskan butler. But the Alaskan kind of, RV butler. But you've kind of revamped things a little bit, and I think it's a fantastic uh, idea. And, you know, you changed the program a little bit. But tell us about your, your uh, latest venture uh, in fishing the Kenai Peninsula. Well, essentially, I call it the Alaska Mobile Lodge, and that's what we are. I, I use an RV, but if a river closes, if the size limit or the limit uh, quantity limits change, and we want to move and go for bigger fish or bigger limits, we just pack up and go. Yeah, you take the I lodge have, with you. <laughs> I, I have everything. I have the fishing equipment, the hip boots, uh, all kinds of accessories in the RV, cameras, tripods for people who don't want to fish and just take pictures of eagles. And the whole thing is stocked with about 50 thousand dollars worth of equipment wow wow and that is you know it's such a great idea because you know a lot of times you go someplace and you just didn't hit it exactly right but with your operation if things aren't at their optimum you just uh, pack up and go yep. go to the next place <laughs> and the food question. is great no matter where we go <laughs> i know that for a fact but i got a question for you sure you pick them right up at the airport yes sir that's what i wanted to hear pick them up and drop them off I also pick them up in any Anchorage hotel. A lot of times I recommend they come in the night before, right? Go to the hotel. The hotel has a shuttle. Then I'll pick them up at 7. So the first day they're paying for my fees, they're getting a full day. And the last day I'll take them back to the airport as late as 10 o'clock at night. So I'm not like a hotel with a check-in and check-out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you are yeah. in a hotel. By the way, I have to mention that you, you also include a, a very accomplished chef on each trip. Yeah, that'd be me. (laughs) (laughs) And and I couldn't vouch how good your food is. Thank you. No, but you don't, you don't, uh, you know, this is not uh, open a cans of uh, beans and weenies. No. It's how many pounds of king crab do you want? Do you want it every day? Do you want prime grated beef every day? A little beef and crab? you want lobster, shrimp, scallops? The menu is designed by you, and it's whatever you want to eat every day, and that's what I buy. Assuming I can get it in Alaska, I buy it. Wow. No, that is – and, you know, the, to uh, to go to Alaska uh, – 
generally speaking, you know, the higher-end resorts and lodges, you know, they're great and they're comfortable, but you'd have to figure an average of about $1,000 per day per person. I'd say that's about right. If you were going to go to the Alaska uh, Mobile Lodge, uh, what is your, for let's say five nights um, per person, what would that cost? Probably under $3,000 per person. That would be based on four per uh, per mobile lodge. Mm-hmm. And that would be, you know, fishing with me. That would include some ocean fishing, um, maybe a fly-out trip. I try to customize it to exactly what everybody wants to do. Mm. But I would say, uh, frankly, even a seven-day trip can be uh, around $3,000 a person. That would be fishing with me and maybe one or two side fishing tours as well. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, it's very economical. I have very little overhead. I'm the only employee. I'm the owner, the chef, the dishwasher, the, uh, <laughs> the driver. Uh, I do it all, and I have passion for serving people. So uh, I just guarantee that anybody that comes with me is going to have an over-the-top amazing time with mm-hmm. unbelievable service. Well, you know, go I, I got one more. Go ahead, Frank. I got one question. You have a really special deal this year, don't you? Unbelievable special deal. My wife Tell us and a little I are, bit about that. My wife and I are going to China in three weeks to look at a new design electric bike that she's created with motors in the front and rear with two batteries with, a, with an extension of like 150 miles. Whoa. Assuming these bikes are going to do great, uh, we need to make room in the warehouse. So she's given me a special price, and if someone books a trip, Right through me via your show, I give the booking person a free bicycle. Any of the four that we have online, absolutely free. And every other fisherman that comes on that trip will get a gift certificate for seven hundred dollars and choose whatever bike wow. they want if they want to choose it at all. Well, that's you know the bikes that you've got's worth at least a thousand dollars. Our bikes range on the low end of fifteen ninety nine and the high end twenty five hundred. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, get some friends together, and, <laughs> and it's, it basically your trip is almost free. Yeah. And I have four bikes in Alaska. We can actually go fishing oh. uh, from one place that I camp yeah. uh, and take the electric bikes. I store them in a cabin. Okay. And uh, we can go fishing on the bikes as well. Wow. It's a lot of fun. Well, we're almost out of time. Uh, let's have, find out how the people can get in touch with you and book this. Uh, Mike RV Butler at gmail.com. And just have them put Fish Talk Radio in that memo, and that will qualify them if they book this year uh, for the bicycle and the gift certificates. See, it pays to listen to Fish Talk Radio. Uh, you know what, you guys, uh, you had a great show. I wanted to support you, too. This is a once-in-a-lifetime deal. Uh, so I hope someone gives us a call or just emails me, and I will respond to them within uh, 24 hours. Wow. Well, anybody that doesn't do that is, what can, I, what can I say? I mean, what a heck of a deal. And first of all, the, the price itself is great. And then when you throw in that added bonus, that's huge. That's huge. Yes. So yes. please, uh, do it while you're thinking about it. Don't say, well, that might be a good idea. And then you forget about it. Do it as soon as you listen to the phone. And the email address is? Mike RV Butler at gmail.com. Mike RV Butler at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch with us and we'll put them in touch with you. And Excellent. also go to uh, uh, the website and listen to us and listen to Mike again. And what a great idea. I want to do that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mike. And we appreciate you coming and joining us. The lobster's us. waiting for you. There you go. All right. <laughs>
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have our host, our host Frank Selby, who we introduced earlier, is uh, the man that's been there, caught that, and uh, he's a consummate uh, fly fishing uh, guide and teacher. And anyway, we're gonna. But right now, I don't think you do too much fly fishing on what we call hard water. You know, there's fresh water salt water and hard water and this time of the year we have uh, Steve Zippy or just this is call him Zippy uh, is that all right Steve what do you want to be that, called <laughs> that's just fine either one okay uh, it, it, <laughs> he's uh, he's from the Dakotas and you know it gets pretty cool up there this time of the year doesn't it 
It has been. It's been a very challenging week. We uh, we actually got down to 65 below zero. Oh my god! The other it was it was ungodly. He's not fit for man, beast, or no. I understand. What was it? One of the books from uh, was it Jack London? They were talking about at 50 below. If you spit, yeah, uh, it, yeah. it'll turn to ice before it hits the ground. That's true. And yeah, wow. And of course, you get a lung. You know, your lungs will freeze instantly. <laughs> so, but that is that is incredible. That's you know, that's uh, I don't know. You, you know, if you were to walk out in a t-shirt for ten seconds, you're fine, and then another ten seconds, uh, you're in trouble. You're yeah. frozen yeah. solid. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's very dangerous weather to be in, no doubt well, about it. That just, is extremely rare. Like we don't get that cold. I mean, that was the largest cold air mass. This country has seen in thirty years. So, uh, it's, well, let's uh, do let's do a quick PSA. Frostbite can be very uh, debilitating. It catch up on you. You know, of course, the first things would be your nose and your fingers and your toes. But uh, you know, if you're going to be out, even when it's down around zero, you want to be very, very careful because it's uh, you know something that people don't realize how dangerous it can be. It is, yeah, no doubt. Well, let's get to fishing. Yeah, let's talk about fishing. <laughs> I like it. Well, right now, I mean, of course, you're a year-round service. Uh, you're, you know, a, a fishing guide uh, with, uh, you know, you do walleye, pike, perch. Matter of fact, your website is called what? Perch Patrol. Perchpatrol.com. There you go. That's easy. And b- by the way, thanks for not saying the www. I hate people do that. A waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I, I when's, hear you. When's the last time you typed in a website and put in www? Anyway, that was an aside. But it's perchpatrol.com. And you're in, uh, was it North Dakota? Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Wow. Jumbo. Where the best ice fishing is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're having an excellent year here. I don't know if you know about the Perch Patrol, but it's... Uh, it's a group of about 10 of us guides that uh, we've been doing this for 24 years. And we uh, we work together. We've got a huge body of water that is uh, actually in the last, since 1991, has quadrupled in size. Hmm. Um, it's a natural lake dug by a glacier way back when. And it hmm. all has to do, we had a huge wet cycle and it just filled our lake up. It's unprecedented that anything like this has ever happened. Oh, and this year. Yeah. It made our lake four times as big and uh, deep, and it, it just, but it, it turned into just a fish factory. The reproduction rates went through the roof, and we have got one of the premier perch fisheries in North America. Um, we also have a very, very good walleye um, fishery and northern pike as well. So it's well, how been a big, good deal. How, how, do the, how big do the perch get in that lake? Perch are usually like half a pound or so. How big do they get in that lake? Well, up here, you know, our, our lake record is two pounds, 15 ounces. That's mm-hmm. one ounce shy of three pounds. That would be uh, a huge perch. Um, you know, a lot of our perch, we've had numerous two-pounders caught over the year. That makes the North Dakota Whopper Club, if you get one of those. Um, we also, I mean, our perch, we have freshwater shrimp as our main forage base in our in our water. And that is an abundance of food for them to eat. Mm-hmm. And that's why they get the high growth rates, and that's why they get... Be jumbo perch. Well, quick question for you: uh, Once you get a perch, and uh, uh, then what do you do with it? 
Well, we uh, typically you catch a perch on Devil's Lake, they're big enough to keep. So a lot of our perch are in that 9, 10-inch range. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we get them up to, you know, 15 inches. 15 well, if you, decide, you if you decide you want to have it for dinner, how do you fix it? Well, you fillet them. I mean, they're, oh. you know, walleyes are actually part of the perch family. Oh, I didn't know that. They, yeah, they are, uh, perch are, give me a plate of walleyes and a plate of perch, I'll have, I'll have perch uh, any day of the week over hmm. walleye. They're hmm. that good. Like, they're firm fillets and they're just, they just melt in your mouth. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. They're a delicacy. Well, now we know what to do with them. And you don't. And the other thing is, if you catch them in the wintertime, you don't have to worry about bringing an icebox, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you have you to gotta... keep them from freezing. That's the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many, uh, I think you've got about 12 different guys working with you, right? Correct, yep. A- and uh, I have a couple of my clients go up about every other year and ice fish with one of a, one or two of your guys. Uh-huh. Sure. And, uh, I want to say something. You, as the head, have put up one of the best sets of guys I have ever heard about. I and appreciate to that. Say Thank that you. It's hard. You know, I'm very particular about guides. But everyone that they've talked about, they love. So that awesome, reflects on you mm-hmm. being a great person, a great guy. And you will do the whole nine yards for them, right? You go find them a place to stay and everything, correct? Absolutely, yeah. We've got uh, stay and play packages that include we, – we put a package together. We, our goal is to make it easy for people. and. We our basic package like a three night two day a four night three day would be you know all your meals lodging and the guide service is mm-hmm. included so you're with a guide the entire time we pick you up right at your um, either Woodland Resort or the Sleep Inn and Suites which is in Devil's Lake and uh, we pick you up right there and we take you fishing and we come well back just in. Uh, quickly where do you fly into to get to you. Well, we have an airport in Devil's Lake. Uh, we have a 50-passenger jet, actually. It mm, okay. comes a uh, daily round trip from Denver. Um, okay. But a lot of people from, you know, most of our uh, most of our people come, you know, from Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, Iowa. So those folks from the east uh, fly into Grand Forks, North Dakota, which is about okay. 90 miles. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's an easy one. Yep. Yeah, we to, we to have a few from California. I yeah. have to hear well, about do. you every year. Yeah. Well, I got a I got a question for you. When I think of ice fishing, you think of uh, you know somebody bundled up like an Eskimo with fur and sitting on an orange crate, freezing their buns off. Um, tell us about That's your operation. Me. Tell us about your operation. Well, we use what's called portable fish houses, and these are made by Clam Outdoors, which. Um, is one of the makers of the largest uh, manufacturers of some of the best ice fishing products um, in the industry. And this is a portable shelter. It's a picture a, a uh, six-foot-long tub that you would sit in that's got chairs mounted in that swivel and have backrests, and the, this canopy just pulls over you, and uh, it, that's your fishing area. And the, you, you bank the, the bottom skirt in around the bottom of the house, and... Uh, it keeps you very warm. We have very good heaters in yeah. there. Um, but so the nice it, part you, is they're, they're comfortable. They keep you warm, dry, and comfortable. So you, you just, but if uh, we want to move yeah. 20 feet or yeah. 20 miles, it's, it's boom, we're moving. I wow. mean, it's so quick to move them. It's just really nice. Yeah. 
So yeah, we uh, now it's like staying in a hotel. <laughs> so no, I mean if you got if you got the right group of people, you just sit around, you know, with your lines in the water, and when you just do one good sized hole, and everybody drops their line in. <laughs> well, no, not quite. <laughs> but we have eight inch holes, and oh. uh, we drill those, and uh, we get pretty thick ice here. You know, it gets up to you know forty, forty five inches. Holy here, smokes! So. Yeah, it's it's the technology in ice fishing is incredible. Like mm-hmm. to, to be able to drill through an eight-inch hole through that amount of ice in less than thirty-five seconds is pretty incredible. Wow! Um, and it's uh, and we have to drill a lot of holes. It's, you know, our job is to put you on fish and keep you on fish. So right. we're out there scouting while you're fishing. After oh, okay, kind of, you know, we we and probably the biggest thing I should talk about what revolutionized the sport of ice fishing is a product called the Vexilar. And that is a flasher that uh, is your eyes um, below the water. The Vexilar. Oh, I know. I've heard about that. Vexilar. It's a flasher. You can see mm-hmm. the bottom or on, on this, on this mm-hmm. unit. You, your lure falls to the bottom. It's all in real time. Um, it, you know, it shows up as a mark, and all you're jigging, and all of a sudden there's another mark there. That's a, You know, that's a fish, and... You know, you you raise that fish up, and all of a sudden there's two, three feet of fish that come in, and it's just, it's a, you know, you fish differently when fish are present and when when they're yeah. not present. When they're not present, you're trying to attract them, and when they yeah. come in, you're you know, you got to really slow down and allow them to. Yeah, hit. well, just have a nice. That hot, brings the strategy of the sport of ice fishing. Yeah, that, just have a nice hot. You know, if you're not seeing anything, you know yeah. to move. You know, oh, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah. one more question. What is your favorite for the big perch? Or walleye, or northern pike is my favorite. But what's yours? I would say perch, <laughs> just because they're challenging. We have an abundance of freshwater shrimp in our lake, and uh, just uh, all the little tricks and uh, things we do to get yep. them to bite um, mm-hmm. is, is challenging, and to teach that is challenging as well. Well, we're going to very rewarding we, when you get into them. Okay. It's, uh, it's quite well, a feeling. And, and again, uh, we're going to have to get less in a minute, but that is uh, uh, it's a real easy one. It's called uh, the perchpatrol.com, right? Yeah, I, I don't know we have a quick one. Let me take 15, 20 seconds here real quickly. We talked about Most people have probably heard the story about the good old boys that went ice fishing. So they drive out on the lake with their brand-new, you know, four-wheel drive uh, camper truck and decided they didn't want to waste time drilling a hole, so they threw a stick of dynamite. And they got <laughs> there, and, of course, the good old boys, so they got their hunting dog with them. Uh, so instead, of, they just take a stick of dynamite, throw it out, and, of course, the dog thinks he's supposed to fetch. So he, he comes running back to him, and they're going, no, 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 no. <laughs> Starts shooting at him and throwing stuff at him, and he gets scared and runs underneath the truck. And guess what happened? <laughs> anyway, all right, we appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, we're going we're gonna to have to go. That was bad. I know, it was terrible. I, I'm sorry. Anyway, we got to go. Uh, Zippy, we appreciate that, and go to perchpatrol.com and join in. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and of course our host Frank Selby. And we had on a couple of weeks ago and back by popular demand is Matt. And anybody that's been fishing at all is familiar with their company, but they may not know as much as they should about mustad hooks. Um, I think first of all, I believe that something like one third of all of the hooks in the entire world that are sold are made by Mustad. You've been around for a long time, you've been very innovative, and um, instead of letting me talk about it, why don't you give us a little bit about your company and what makes it different? Yeah, absolutely. How, how are you all doing today? Thank you for having me back. Um, yeah, as, as you alluded to, you know, we've been around a long time. Our, our company, Mustad, you know, we were founded uh, back in 1832. You know, we started started making, uh, basically started off making wire and nails um, up until 1877 when we made our first fishing hook. 
Wow. And explain that process a little bit to us. You've been around for a long time, but there's mm-hmm. some, some things that set you apart from everybody else. Um, first yeah, of all, yeah. I'll, I'll mention that there, you know, you're not the only company out there that makes some some good hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the Japanese and some of them make some very good hooks, but they're really expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there, there's definitely some price differentiation between the different brands. You know, one way that we can we can stay prof- uh, competitive in the marketplace is is by owning really all the steps from uh, from sourcing sourcing the material to uh, draw the wire to bend in the wire to doing the packaging to tie in the rigs. Mm-hmm. You know, we we own all the steps in that supply chain. You know, mm-hmm. we have business units throughout the world um, that are able to, to help make this possible and, and give our consumers a great, a great finished product. Wow. Well, again, and, and what you do and, and, and how you've done it. Um, and you, we mentioned it last time, but how many different uh, in SKU numbers or products do, do you guys make? <laughs> That's a, that's a great question. I think right now we're looking at about 5,200 smart <laughs> numbers uh, in our catalog. You know, that's that's not to say 5,200 different hook shapes, but between all the different sizes of hooks, mm-hmm. um, all of our different pack sizes, you know, we, we sell some hooks by, you know, by the thousands to, uh, to like the commercial fishing industry oh. or to some of our OE business, like the guys who were... Uh, producing producing lures and they mm-hmm. want a top of the line hook on there you know we, we sell them by the thousands all the way down to you know single unit packs or, or mm-hmm. two unit packs for for some of the more specialty stuff well it sounds like it's fair to say if you guys don't have it you don't need it <laughs> you know that's that's a good point you know but uh, i think one interesting thing to know is uh you know, we have a great team, especially here in the U.S. We have a, we have a great sales organization. We have a great rep organization. You know, we always have our, our eyes and ears open. You know, we make we make so many specialty products that are only sold in certain market certain markets for certain fisheries for certain seasons. So, you know, there there is a lot of stuff in our product catalog that that isn't necessarily used worldwide, but it has. Well, Matt, a let's let's try. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's try and help our audience out a little bit, sure. um, you know, because you know, I guess you know, you can take a, uh, uh, you know, a bobby pin or a safety pin, mm-hmm. bend it, and put a string on it, sure. and you might catch some fish. And then, you know, they found mm-hmm. hooks made from bones that go back thousands of centuries. Mm-hmm. But you know, the single most important thing if you're going to catch fish is what. Well, you know, obviously, you know, one thing that sets us apart is is our our quality and our the sharpness of our hook. Mm-hmm. You know, we we do like to think, and you know, we have a a pretty big group of uh, of pro staffers that will will back me up here. Um, you know, we'll we'll take one guy who uh, who's been a big topic of conversation lately, Kevin Van Dam. You know, oh, he's, yeah. he's fishing in the MLF tour right now. I mean, he attributes many of his wins over his career to our hook hmm. you know those are the reasons why that fish have not shook the lure that he was able to bring those big fish home and, and win those purses mm-hmm. yeah well it's it said i mean you got you got a you got a some sort of a actually you don't even need a rod a lot of you know you see the pongarinos using just hand lines mm-hmm. but, uh, yep. you, know, you need some kind of a string or line and a hook mm-hmm. and that's you know the hook is is by far and away the most important part of the whole process you can spend thousands of dollars on a rod reel and rig but you know what it really comes down to the most important part is what's at the end of it 
Yeah, I, I think we've all had some fun experiences growing up of, you know, fishing with uh, cane poles or, you know, I've, I've had the privilege of spending time in Costa Rica and fishing with some, some hand lines and doing all that fun stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the one consistent thing, no matter where you go, is you need a hook to bring it home. You know, you don't necessarily need, need a special rod or a special reel or a special bait, but you mm-hmm. will need a hook to land that fish. Yep. Yep, and it, it it does make a difference. And for some reason, you're talking about, and especially, I guess it's universal, is that, you know, hooking the fish and mm-hmm. then setting the hook, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, and getting the fish to the boat. It seems like most fish that are lost are lost right at the boat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, you know, I, I actually had a fun experience yesterday being out on a river steelhead fishing yesterday. And I mean, if you can you can set that hook you know if you got you got a good scary five ten seconds but if the fish doesn't shake it then you have a real shot you know the boat and that man's sitting there mm-hmm. so um yeah well let's let's uh, talk a little bit about setting the hook i remember one trip we took to alaska and this guy was uh, i guess he was a bass fisherman or something but nice enough guy but man he'd throw his line out there and of course there's a big loop in it Mm-hmm. And about every 15 seconds, he'd take and wail on that thing. And mm-hmm. all, all he did was take the slack out. And he goes, oh, darn, I missed it. And he just mm-hmm. kept doing it over <laughs> and over again. Sure. But, uh, he really thought he was trying to set the hook. Now, let's yep. talk about setting the hook. Now, if you're sure. bass fishing um, or fly fishing in particular, fly fishing a lot of finesse, and you may not even feel the bite. But mm-hmm. if you don't, yep. if you don't lift your rod, you know, to, at the right time, you probably didn't even know there was a fish there. Sure. Yeah. You know, I think you know one interesting thing with fishing, though, and, and everyone who who uh, has pursued multiple fisheries in their lifetime will will uh, will agree with me. But they're actually, you know, even if you're talking fly fishing, right? I mean, you you do a lot of saltwater fly fishing for some larger game fish. I mean, you take a permit, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, their their mouth is so hard. I mean, actually, on a fish like that, as opposed to like a largemouth bass with mm-hmm. a really kind of soft, papery mouth, it mm-hmm. is. It is a different ball game, you know. What Frank, I was doing yesterday, going for steelhead. Well, well, Frank, Frank's, Frank's accomplished a, a very accomplished fly angler. Give us, mm-hmm. uh, give us some tip on setting the hook, Frank. I do a strip set on salt water at mm-hmm. the same time as I'm doing my strip. I raise my rod. Uh-huh. As soon as I feel him, I let him do his short run. And fly fishing, you want to get it on the reel. Mm-hmm. And if you let it run a little bit, then start bringing them in. You land about eighty nine percent of the well, so fish. You, you run. really, you know, once mm-hmm. once you know he's got the hook in his mouth, do you, you know, is it time to to uh, wail on it, or do you just keep pulling? I uh, keep pulling until he starts to run, and mm-hmm. then I let him slide through my fingers mm-hmm. and keep it a tight line, try mm-hmm. to get him on the reel. Sometimes you can't. You just got to strip him in by hand. Mm-hmm. But I've used their hooks for a long time. Remember last time I chewed them out because they stopped making the 100 pack that I like oh. to tie <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's go a little bit away because you've got, you know, you've got different, so many different kinds of hooks. You can see the commercial ones, the J-hooks, and the hooks that you use on lures. Um, mm-hmm. But let's touch on circle hooks real quick. That's, sure. a whole, that's a whole different animal, isn't it? 
whole different animal. Yep, it's uh, you know kind of a kind of a newer um, you know newer concept and, and you know a way of, of putting that hook in the fish's mouth, which leading to far la- far far smaller mortality rates uh-huh. of the fish, which is something that I hope hope we could all stand by here. Well, the, you know the whole concept the whole concept of a circle hook doesn't make any sense. I mean, here you've got a hook that points back at itself. How in the heck are you going to hook a fish if the if the point of the hook is pointing back at the shank? But uh, the, what what happens is, uh, generally speaking, uh, fish don't just swim up to a piece of bait and start chewing on it. Normally, fish are in schools, so their natural reaction is to grab the bait and run away with it before the other fish try and take it away from them. So, you know, and as they're running away, why don't you explain the rest of that? Yeah, well, let's, let's not forget that a fish doesn't actually, fish doesn't actually just bite. You know, they're also, you know, the reason, one of the reasons why they have those gills is to basically create suction. So they're not only, they're not only opening their mouths, but they're also pulling the bait in by Sucking kind of creating a knife and by opening mm. up their gills. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the way that the circle hook is, is working is by when they, you suck that in, you know, and by the shape of that hook, when you put some tension on after you're feeling that bite, uh, you know, and it takes a, a smarter engineer than myself to know that that circle hook is going to go in the side of the mouth. And, and yeah, so it'll just from, it'll just slide yep. up and then get caught right in the corner. Um, yep, where it gets it where the place where the bone is, and you get a good hook set, and mm-hmm. and the fish doesn't swallow the hook and and get killed trying to get the hook out. Yep, and typically a lot of these larger saltwater fish, you know, their their mouths so hard and strong that typically the only place you really can get a good hook set is right in the side of the mouth. Mm-hmm. And even even your salmon and steelhead fall in that category too. You know, you'll know you'll know it was a good hook set when you land that fish and you see it's going to be in the side of their mouth every mm-hmm. time. Well, and again, you know, talking about that to, to finish up is that you know when the fish takes the hook, if you if you try and set the hook, all you're going to do is pull the hook out of its mouth. Correct. Yep. So you just want to let him swallow the, the hook as much as he can, and then they'll start running away with it. And because they're running in the opposite direction, that hook will slide up and mm-hmm. then get caught in the edge of their mouth. And uh, and you do, do you ever set the hook uh, on a circle hook, or you just keep pulling? Well, the circle hook, you know, not not that we recommend. Obviously, I'm sure there's lots of pros and guides out there that have their own, you know, specific techniques. But a circle hook is really designed not to not to have the hook set on just right. because you are running the risk of yanking it right from their mouth. Right, right. So just let them run with it, and then it just puts yep. some pressure on it, and then the exactly. pressure itself yep. is set Steady to retrieve. Okay, well, we're going to take a break, but hopefully you'll stick around with this for a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll finish up with uh, uh, you and find some more out. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. 
Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228. That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and welcome back. And, of course, we have our host, Frank Selby. And we also have an expert on the line with us, which is very interesting. Uh, Matt and Bree, we're talking about it in the break, but uh, right before we left, we were talking about the sharpness of a hook. We were talking about circle hooks, which is a different animal. You never, you know, yank a, the, uh, the hook out of the fish's mouth. You don't set the hook. You just let it uh, run to you get a, a pressure on it, and then you can put more pressure on it, and then it hook is uh, sets itself. But let's talk about the sharpness, and I think that there's two things because you know knives are something that I'm you know familiar with and I enjoy. But uh, the material that the knife is made from, you can you can put a really sharp edge on almost anything, but that doesn't mean it's going to hold. Uh, you sure. know, if you've got the hardened steel, um, then you know you put a sharp edge on it, and, and it'll stay sharp. But let's talk a little bit about the the uh, the very tip, you know, where the let's say where the hook meets the fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think a couple things you know unique with with our our product category. You know, for, first of all, we we kind of started the trend of of what they call heat treating for. For our hooks, so, I mean, heat treating. It's, okay. uh, mm-hmm. Heat treating. Yep. So it's a way of basically tempering, mm-hmm. tempering these hooks um, using heat to basically yeah. make then make drop, the then drop it, drop it in cold water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Changes yep. the structure of the steel. stronger, but mm-hmm. not brittle. So I think that's 
that's one of the big things that sets our brand apart was basically, you know, we, we created that tempering process, what they call door tempering or heat treating. Um, you know, so that's, that's one way to make our hooks stronger. You know, and really how we make them sharper is another proprietary technology that we have mm-hmm. called UltraPoint. And essentially that is a, you know, a way that we are able to make these hooks super sharp with taking off 30% less material than, than most of the competition out there. So you can make a sharp hook, you know, no problem, but odds are that point's going to be pretty brittle. Mm-hmm. You know, you hook a couple big fish, you get snagged on a log and retrieve it back, um, and that thing is going to be dull. You know, yeah. with an ultra point, we, we usually set up boards at a lot of our shows to be well, able is to that, Is that some sort of a plating? By. I'm sorry. Uh, is that, we, it, we show them that those those tips will not break well, off. Is that a plating you put over the, the tip, or is it the whole hook? Nope, it's not a plating. Nope, it's, it's just the process in which mm-hmm. that we, we sharpen the hook and we mm-hmm. take off less material than competition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yep, obviously so. we know about, about what, what the difference is, and I don't know, Frank. Um, our audience, you know, we don't have but a couple of minutes, but our audience is probably interested in learning more. Sure. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about sizing, what, you know, what mm-hmm. different sizes, meaning the shank and the bend, and um, I don't know. We don't have much time, but Matt, could you just kind of give kind of a brief description of different types of hooks and, you know, what does sizing mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, hook hook sizing. You know, I think we talked last time. I mean, it comes in a variety of ranges. I think the the mm-hmm. best way to think about it, you know, a, a size one hook is going to be the largest size before you get into our what we call aught. our aught size. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll see like a number, a slash, and then a zero. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be like a one aught or a two aught. But if you think about sizing of hooks, basically they go from a size one all the way up to say a size twenty two. Size twenty two being the smallest size one being the biggest and then you'll go to a size one aught and all the way from a one aught to a 16 aught which is the biggest so it's mm-hmm. kind of you know imagine it almost like a you know uh, just just a, a curve in that sense of, mm-hmm. of sizing okay well we yeah. got we got less than a minute now but Great. uh you know if they want to want to learn more you know, stay tuned we'll try and get you back on and you know, as many times yeah. as we can, but uh, yeah, I'd, it, I'd it love is. to be back on. Mm-hmm. And if anybody, uh, if anybody listening uh, is here in the West Coast, we've got a couple shows coming up uh, the next few weeks. Uh, so if you're if you're into the sportsman scene, mm-hmm. you know we got the Portland Sportsman Show coming up, and obviously Fred Hall with yeah, Long Beach. Mm-hmm. You're pretty familiar with that, right? Okay. Well, it looks like we're out of time, and um, you can always like, you just go to Mustad or just Google it, and you can find out whatever you want and type in whatever you're looking for. But yep. uh, whatever whatever you're looking for, Mustad has it, or you don't need it. Right? Yep. Thank exactly. you. We, we got it for you. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate you coming in. You are listening to uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio or FishTalkRadio.com. Listen to the show as many times as you like.